0: Welcome to the Zenov Podcast. You are listening to our Business Resilience Series, where we bring to you conversations with eminent industry stalwarts and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their insights on overcoming challenges and the mindset that helps them navigate through journeys of crisis resilience and growth.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Pari Natrajan, CEO of Zenov. Welcome to another episode of Zinov's Business Resilience Podcast Series. Today we have with us Rupa Unnikrishnan, head of strategy at Harmon International. Rupa wears many hats. She's an Arjuna Award-winning sports shooter, a Rhodes Scholar, and an award-winning author of *The Career Catapult*, a book about shaking up the status quo and boosting one's professional trajectory. Welcome, Rupa, and thanks for taking the time to be part of this podcast.
0: Thank you, Pari. It's so wonderful to be here. And and let me also congratulate you as a company taking on the task of engaging with your uh, people around business resiliency. It's the most important thing you can have uh, in this day day and age. Uh, Well done. And I'm happy to be here.
1: Thanks. Thanks, uh, Rupal. Let me dive into the questions. In your book, The Carrier Catapult, you talk about jolting the status quo. Shaking up things that aren't working for someone. In today's COVID crisis, uh, it's an external jolt for many organizations and individuals. Can you share with us what a jolt is and the different dimensions of how people can make the most of a jolt?
0: Absolutely. I actually write about the jolt as something that can happen externally inwards, right? So an economic uh, crisis or the ultimate crisis that we are seeing today with COVID. But you also sometimes can sort of generate your own jolt when you sort of really get introspective and think through, how did I land here, right? How did I make these choices? Are these choices I made or were they made for me? Those kinds of conversations, internal sort of um, uh, reflections can drive jolts uh, as well. Um, I can can walk you through a couple of examples that I have in my book, for example, right? Um, you know, I'll talk about in my book, I, I actually have taken the time to anonymize a lot of these cases because these are now very successful executives, but you know, there's a case of uh, a sort of a person I worked with very closely, continue to work with uh, in many sort of more of a social uh, way now. Um, she was um, in manufacturing and her first big jolt that at least that felt like a big jolt for her was the day she was told by the CEO that she has to close down some of the US plants that she managed, right? So that is a big, Mm. big effort. So of course she goes about doing it with some, you know, uh, in a very sort of humane, thoughtful way. But then came the bigger jolt because of the successful way she did it, she was made the business unit leader. Now the jolt there was almost the opposite type of jolt is what happens when you are successful. Right. And so here was a person who had gone in a you know in manufacturing. There are a couple of things about manufacturing, right? Often it's a mechanic it's it's mechanical engineering oriented. It's often related. You get a lot of data through your ERP systems. So your decisions are made with with some, you know, lots of input. And it also tends to be a top-down uh, process, right? Decision gets made and percolates down. Everyone goes like a machine, like a military organism. Correct. Going into general management, right, is, is a diff- you, you and I know this, right? It's a very different uh, beast. You're, it's, it's uh, often, in, you know, you go from a mechanical, especially with transformative industries, you go from mechanical engineering to you know data you go to software you got you got to sort of expand your mind suddenly right um you also are going from um you know data but also sort of spaces where you're going to make trade-offs that are based on assumptions you know you're mm-hmm. forecasting based on assumptions so there was a, a lot that this person suddenly found herself a little bit at sea so these are jolts that can come purely from a positive sort of outcome of uh, of like doing your job as well so to your question what's a jolt it can be negative it can be positive but it's about being in a very uncomfortable position uh okay. sometimes
1: okay it puts a person in an uncomfortable position and you can do it uh it could be external like what's happening today or it could be an internal a person can create the jolt for themselves
0: that's right that's right okay
1: okay and um And what are some of the changes you have made to your role um, to be effective during this COVID period? Do you consider this as a jolt uh, for
0: yourself? (laughs) I do. For myself, for my team, in many ways, it's been a jolt, right? So, you know, we were uh, able to be almost... I I don't want to uh, sort of under undercut what we were doing in the past, but we could be a little bit ivory tower, right? Hey, here's the information. I'm going to do a market analysis, do sort of benchmarking, come up with a proposal or a recommendation, and I can step back. And it's okay if that whole process took three months. Um, I think in the current situation, part of what i what we sort of saw was the you know the need to be much more agile. We need to make recommendations that you know you may have put put down all the analysis in the past. Now it's about selling the idea, so in many ways, there are parts of the businesses where I felt like, hey, this is the time for us to actually you know pounce right because other hmm. people are struggling other you know there are. Um, technologies in the marketplace that, are from, that we can sort of jump into quickly and maybe capture fast. Meanwhile, there are parts of our business that, you know, have been going okay for a while, but if you really thought about it, is it future-oriented business? Probably not. So I feel like this is the time that we need to be more of a, less of an academic and more of a salesperson of ideas <laughs> right and so you you, you you gotta be out there you know so this morning i was up at 4 a.m uh, because it was important for me to be in that conversation right like how the hamilton musical you gotta be in the room when it happens and that's the big difference
1: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, so it's so in the strategy role is, is changing and and the influence and and ability to sell your ideas becomes a lot more important. Uh, in, Absolutely. In and, uh so this is one of the changes it has gone through in your uh, role but and you also advise a lot of leaders uh rupa so what are some of the inherent behavior changes happening in leaders as a result of the covid crisis um how do they relate to the concept of jolt uh, that you talk about in your book
0: i i'm finding that uh leaders that are aspirational leaders, uh, and I don't want to separate out good and bad, but I think there are people who are sort of a um, little bit dear in the headlights and others who are like, okay, the headlights are on, I've got to figure out where to go, <laughs> right? Okay, so, right. And I, I feel like there's that aspirational leader who's sort of saying, okay, l- l- let's, let's actually try and figure this out. Let's not sort of dwell um, on the issues. Now uh, that's sort of one part, which is about being action-oriented, being aspirational, and then the second part is the piece around being more humane, right? Because I think one of the mm. uh, issues that we're seeing today is uh, is you're making choices that have to be business sensitive, but also human sensitive. So, um, in you know, in our case, we've had a couple of uh, people that we've lost in the COVID crisis, and and I, but I'm proud to say that our HR system, our leadership system, has set up and stepped up in a way that allowed our people to um, take the time to be with family, take the time to make themselves safe, uh, figured out all the virtual support that's required, and so that very proactive human element is, is I think what's uh, differentiating. The good leader from the—I <laughs> said I wouldn't say good and bad—but the aspirational leader from the leader in the headlights. I mean, I did one thing. I mean, I—I I, I won't hold myself up as a as a paradigm, but um, one of the elements was, you know, I think in the work we used to do, it's—it is because it's—it's it's an intellectual exercise. I felt like okay, as long as we're sort of sending our reports back and forth you know, and, and doing a couple of calls to ensure that we have the right information, we're okay. But this, as soon as the COVID uh, crisis hit, I, and we were we were all uh, starting working from home, I set up three meetings a week with my team, and everyone has to be on video. And okay. for that hour, it's there's no agenda. I mean, we try to have a loose agenda, but more than anything, it's about sort of saying, let's do a check-in, let's understand how can we be better coming out of the COVID crisis, right? As a company, as a team, and as humans. And that conversation is what I think um, helps a, a team to gel, but also to open up new uh, spaces.
1: Well, it's very interesting. And there is a the concept of a wartime uh, CEO and a peacetime CEO. And a wartime CEO is right. considered to be a dictatorial, ruthless, was a peacetime CEO to be a democratic, empathetic, and what you're saying now is this crisis almost needs both of this combined. You know, you don't you, you can't right. do one or the other. Right? You need both of this. the war time CEO and the peace time CEO almost combined. The behavior to be combined. Very interesting.
0: That's right. I mean, I you know, in a way, some of the uh, historical stories tend to be about like the, you know, in India, it's about Ashoka. Right. Uh, yeah. you know, he has this horrible war and then he does his introspection later. But I, I think of Gandhi as one of our wartime CEOs, right? So because in his case, we fought a true battle and we won and he didn't lose his humanity through the whole process, right? So I, I think war uh, is, is, can be of many different uh, varieties and um, uh, I think you, your legacy is based on whether you're uh, the Gandhi model or an Ashoka model. <laughs>
1: Very interesting, and this is this is valued um, even for the startup entrepreneurs, right? And, and Rupa, you work with a lot yes. of startups as well. And how how do you see this uh, advice um, kind of translating to the startups?
0: Yeah, I think we're so working with a couple of startups, some of whom have not been able to afford to keep all their people. But interestingly, what they're saying is, hey, you know, rather than uh, exit everyone. Here is how I will maybe sort of uh, remove some of what I'm offering you, right? Some of the resources we might offer, we no longer have a co-working space, but I'm going to make sure you still have, um, you know, maybe the development uh, needs, you know, we had development programs, I'll keep that going, or I will continue to make sure that we have an online forum so that you can be seen, right, on your digital platforms they're they're putting their the really successful ones recognize that there's a tomorrow there it's mm. not just about the today and they're keeping their people and their product platforms alive uh, it may be an attempt down model but they are uh, the, and the second thing is a lot of them are doing um, uh, more proactive uh, you know uh, reputation building so you know uh, we're seeing with um in new york city for example they're saying okay i'm not going to be making a profit but how about if if you the community funds me i will cook for the hospitals out there right and oh, for the- okay. so they're changing their models and knowing that this is not the time to make profits this is the time to survive because there is a tomorrow and that perspective is is an important one, and, and through it, through some of these models, what I'm learning is they're willing to learn, right? They're willing to stop and say, I'm going to take on a whole new space that yeah. I will learn now, because eventually that'll still be helpful. So the restauranter who learns how to work with Indiegogo and with uh, community activation, can you imagine, like, so let's start, say, let's say even this, we're only out of this in 2021, January... Uh, the, the Christmas season in his uh, hotel restaurant yeah. is going to be fabulous because we're all going to remember that this is the guy or gal who did the right thing at the tough time, right? And uh, so it's, uh, it's interesting to see how people are building new skills, building new communities during this time.
1: It's very interesting. And again, going back to the concept of jolt and in spite of the external jolt, the the aspirational leaders are building new skills and they're finding opportunities and with the belief yeah. that there is a tomorrow there is a light at the end of the tunnel whatever however long the tunnel is <laughs> which is which is a great right. uh you know model to have and um you know how do you summarize in one sentence your advice to you know corporate leaders across the world you work with leaders in us in india and other locations what is your one sentence advice
0: i'd say inspire your people by standing and fighting but also show that you care and are human
1: great that's Um, my sentence (laughs) (laughs) thanks thanks rupa thanks for your time and sharing the insights with us and thanks audience uh, for uh, patiently listening and hopefully you you took um what does a jolt mean and how do you now control your destiny and learn new behavior and also follow the the gandhian model of a VATEM CEO uh, compared to Ashoka model of a VATEM CEO. And thanks Rupa, it was a great insight and I'm pretty sure the audience will have a lot of um, takeaway from this session.
0: My pleasure, it's always a pleasure to collaborate with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zenov's Business Resilience Series. Stay tuned for more such interesting episodes and subscribe to our podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. To know more about Zenov and if you believe we can help with your problems, please visit our website www.zinov.com or drop us a note at info at Thank you again, and don't forget to tune in to our next episode.